Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if you're not comfortable with it being, I mean. No, I mean, let's get out ahead of it. You guys. We tell them right off the bat. We have to because there's this uncomfortable energy now. I know. I'm I'm pretty pissed off at Cody right now because I don't know how I'm supposed to record this episode after the bomb he just dropped. But <clears throat> this. Are you, you going to say it? I think there's only three more episodes in the year that we plan on recording. From here until the new year. Cody? You tell them. This is your news, babe. uh, I just had a very difficult conversation with Stephanie. And, you know, I just... We're not joking either. I feel like this this is is a setup. This is not a setup. You guys, I'm dying. No, I'm just... (laughs) god <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not dying you're not dying the podcast is dying i just think that my life is requiring the direction that does not include topa talk lately I'm gonna cap out the year. I don't know what that. I'm not saying Topa Talk's over. No, I've been put in a position where I have to make decisions again, and I feel like. Um, God, you made a great decision last time. I crushed it last time when Melissa had to leave Topa Talk. You really made a good choice with me. Let me tell you, you. guys. I feel like I keep, um, like getting into marriages and then getting divorced. That's and not what I'm it not is. the one bringing the divorce papers. You know. Like, you just brought divorce papers into this podcast arena. You're like Kelly Ripa. Think about all the great co-hosts she's had. Regis Feldman, Michael Strahan, Ryan Seacrest. Yes, but it's not the network. You know, the network's not holding on to me and saying, you are just so amazing, Kelly Ripa, that you have to be on this show. The Goobers are the network, and that's what they're saying. (laughs) Stephanie, we were just saying before we recorded that you have really stepped into your power in this podcast where if you guys go back and listen to any episode in season one, even beginning of season two, and Stephanie has come out of her shell so much, I think you have more to give. I think you do. I do. And we talked about this halfway through the year. You told me actually right after we got engaged, Jason and I got engaged that I'm going to get pregnant and and ruin the podcast or like in Uh, the podcast. I was worried about our recording studio turning into a nursery more than anything. But then at the same time, when you're pregnant and planning a wedding, which you're not pregnant, everybody, she is planning a (laughs) wedding. That's yeah. yeah, This episode's full of clickbait. (laughs) All right. So Cody's leaving me. Uh, I'm finishing out the year. Right. And we might, I told Stephanie, we, I might pull a mystical cynical and just (laughs) tell everybody that I'm done and then come back a couple of weeks later, you know, like, no, I'm back. I know. And after being friends with you for this long, it doesn't feel as like final. Nothing's ever final with me. Right. I'm a cockroach. So I'm trying to decide how to play this in my own head. Like, do I instantly start trying to figure it out? Do I just let things fizzle and then see what I want to do from there? Like, I think you leave your options open. Here's what I think you should do. I think you should put the feelers out um, about who might make a great co-host with and who would have a good dynamic with you, especially in this new era that you're in where, you know, you are just really honest about your feelings about things and it's really awesome and entertaining and cool to listen to and you're funny and you have great hot takes 
and I think you're being so nice with me because you're breaking I'm not, up with me. <laughs> I'm not. I feel. Ask anybody. Ask anybody. I was talking to Blair about how our dynamic has swapped. Does she know before I did? No. Kaylee. Yes. Well, of course you have talked to someone, Emily. Um, I told Emily I was thinking about it, but I don't think Emily know knew yeah. that I was like serious about it. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean. We'll see what happens. Well, as I was saying, I think that you could find someone who How funny would, would it be to do like Topa you. talk tryouts where you help me find that. my new co-host? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. It could be our last hurrah together. And it'd be interesting to know who you guys would want to hear if you, you know who I think you should do it with? Who? Brett Bradigan. Oh my God. I think it'd be cool because I think what, what works in a dynamic is when you have people that, that can banter and respect each other but have different viewpoints super on different we used to be super different we used to be and then we, and then princess we princess switched, switched. <laughs> so we're still super different <laughs> oh my god i think that's when you know that things are coming to an end if you princess switch with your co-host things are going in a weird direction we influenced each other we really Whoa. did wow because i used to be fucking nuts you're also becoming like a respectable like professional and i'm over here just like fuck it dude that's not true give yourself some credit i'm over here you're in a profession that allows you to do talk it. publicly about things <laughs> yeah to you know, talk about it to gossip and stuff and i am not necessarily in that same kind of prof- in fact i mean in my profession my lips have to be sealed about so much stuff yeah you know, and that was the problem with last episode. We edited that. I've been, it's been on my mind because last episode we did, I made Stephanie edit out like three things because I was like, we can't talk about that because it would affect my job. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. And Stephanie has never, ever, in all the crazy shit I've talked about over the years and all the crazy stuff I've shared, even things that she was uncomfortable and didn't want to, upset her friends or upset her family or if it even upset her certain things i've said she never told me we are cutting that out and like forcing me to cut something out or censor me and the fact that i did that three times in the last episode yeah and then you have to do the work to cut it out on top of that not to mention like we ended last episode pretty hastily because it was because we were we were annoyed because i was being annoying it was just tough to get through, and I thought, you know, like, let's just cut it. So, yeah, I mean, we can't keep doing that. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I obviously super respect how you feel. I definitely feel like it's me and not you, because I've gone through two podcast hosts. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> you know what it is, and it's not you. <clears throat> I would say, though, in a weird way, like... Because this podcast has always been my vision and it's always been yours. I've kind of always been like the leader of it. I am have such a stronger vested interest in it. Not to say that nine times out of 10, you're always pushing me to record in the beginning of the year. You and I were like f- actually fighting about podcast scheduling and stuff and about recording. And so it's like I have extremely vested interest in it, but also you stepped up in a way that I really needed when Melissa left and put the pressure on me to show up, you know, like you have pressured me to show up almost every single week for two years, three years, three seasons, two years. Is that how that works? Yeah. 
Um, I've been on. I've been doing it for three seasons. Yeah. So we did 2020 together, 2021, and we're gonna finish out 2022. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, when you asked me to do it, I was so excited, and I've loved doing it so much. Three seasons, and I still can't get you to talk into the mic, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) like man, (laughs) we brought in the noise boys. How are you feeling? How am I feeling? Yeah. What are you feeling? You're a hard cookie to read, you know? Yes. I like to preserve my outward emotions when someone tells me something because like, I don't want the way that I feel and how I view things to ever, ever, ever like influence your decision about anything. I don't think anything. You know what I mean though? But do you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I always want people to really show themselves. Yeah. In relation to me. And so I always try to just like keep my armor up and not be reactive because it's not really like my place to influence how you're feeling about this. And that's what we were talking about before is like, I'm not trying to change your mind and I'm not trying to, you know, help you make this decision. But obviously I do want I'm, you to help me make, I decision. am like a devil's advocate. Yeah. You're on brand. So I have to always like look at the situation a million ways, but, um, I don't know. I I feel the same way about Melissa. Like it, it doesn't. You and I are like really fucking close. And like I'm gonna cry, but we're really good friends. Like if anything that happened, I know because of this podcast. And so that's what I was talking to Kaylee about. Is I didn't want me leaving to affect our friendship. I don't think it will. And I'm like I don't know. I can I can like parcel out things well. Like I understand that you have to make a decision that a hurts me as which is like fair to say but it actually has absolutely nothing to do with me and it's not a reflection of my character no and so i can like separate those things and understand that i hope you can of course i know i'm crying right now but that's just because we have a lot of love i love you so much yeah and um i don't know it's like melissa you're still gonna listen and you're still gonna weigh in and you're still gonna have opinions on the podcast and i'm gonna be on it very often oh yeah like (laughs) i think in the same way it's like you know you're i'm not losing you i'm still having your support and you're still gonna be really excited for the podcast and stuff it's just gonna be different well i would never stop supporting you and i i'm just fearful that you know when Melissa was quitting, I knew it was coming. So I had already forged a, a roadmap in my mind. Because we both came to the conversation knowing the conversation was going to happen. Yeah. I just thought it was going to go a different way, personally. What'd you, how'd you think so it was going to go? I had a fork in the road, you know? Mm-hmm. I had a road where she's recommitted and she was going to double down with me. Mm-hmm. And we were just going to take this world on. Then the other fork was like, she's not going to be up for the fight. And she's going to bow out respectfully. And then I have to do X, Y, and Z. It was still so new that I was like, there's no fucking way I'm dropping this. Yeah. And Melissa's so great. Like, I know we're going to have no issues with me continuing it without her. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I already had those ideas in my head stirring. But I would say after our last conversation, like, I just kept thinking we'll pivot. But but then we... You but po- I understand you posted, what you're saying. You posted on our story after last yeah. episode where we had to cut out shit. <laughs> He said, if we didn't talk about local gossip, if we didn't talk about celebrities... <laughs> There's like 10 people that were like, we won't listen. They're like, well, what the fuck is the point? That's why they listen. 
Yeah, but so that's what I'm just saying. I'm just saying like right now. That's I the have... kind of podcast I want to listen to. I want you to do it with someone who can talk about celebrities and who can talk about local yeah. gossip. I have no, I have zero roadmap right now. So yeah. I just feel very like I'm in the information gathering stage of my like process where I'm just like listening. Well, and... I just told you 15 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. So no, I'm good. Honestly, and... I don't know. I feel like people always expect there to be so much pettiness and weirdness, but I really don't feel that. Like I would hope not. Of course not. Because it's not that kind of thing. You and I, like, we're buddies. I love you. That's not going to change. I know. We're still going to boogie board and, like, That's hike what I'm shelf. And, about. Oh, my God, no. Well, you know, Kaylee and I used to do bio, the boot camp. Yeah. And when I quit that because I was not very good at paying taxes while self-employed <laughs> <laughs> and I needed, I needed Tax to clock man. in and clock out and I needed taxes removed from every paycheck I do situation. Too, honestly. Um, I had to quit that and it was like, Oh, well, Kaylee and I, you know, are so close and everything. It's not going to change anything, but it did change our relationship. Well, I because would... we no longer had, I mean, we were three times a week working together. And when you collaborate with yeah. someone on a project, it is a really cool bonding thing. It is. And I just am so fearful that I don't, I'm so fearful that I don't know. our relationship is going to be different. I would say that here's the thing is that change is not bad just because our relationship is going to change. That does not mean we need to be fearful <laughs> of it. I'm very afraid. You and I are both the deciders of how this goes same yeah. thing with melissa when we dropped the podcast we really got to enjoy each other like without responsibilities without deadlines without bookings without interviews like we're such good friends and her and i see each other all the time and she's really important to me and our relationship changed in a way that like really enriched both of our lives i would say in a way that i don't think we expected like i don't know yeah can't, we can't be afraid of like that. I know. It's weird. I'm, I've always been afraid of change, though. I feel like it's the only constant thing in my life. So I'm just like, You're buckle up, it. baby. Let's get on the saddle. You're very adaptable. <laughs> I'm very flexible. You're very flexible, I, whereas I'm not. I know. Let's start. Let's get into the episode. It's been 14 minutes of sadness. Um, <sighs> I have a dog grooming appointment today. <laughs> and Cody and I walked over to Topa. He was buttering me up before the podcast little did i know no. and um we went and had a drink before the podcast together and on the walk back i was like oh my dog groomer just texted me and her day got away from her and he was like fuck that bye i was like and text <laughs> her back and say that's unacceptable <laughs> and i was like i literally don't feel that way i was like girl don't stress uh, saturday doesn't work but we'll figure something out like i'm not gonna ruin her day by right. making her but you were just you're you really have a short leash with the flexibility thing remember when my um therapist was 15 minutes late and i quit i, I dropped him mm-hmm <laughs> He was problematic, though, in like he a was. lot of other ways. Um, both therapists I've had were both extremely How problematic. How old were they, though? The what? The first one was a real old guy, and he I could hear him. It was like telehealth. It was better help. And you get what you pay for, you guys. Hate to say AKA. it. I have not had a good experience with better help, <laughs> but that's not to say I know people like my brother-in-law loves better help. Yeah. Um. This dude was like, I could hear him doing dishes. I could hear no. him doing things. And he kept calling me the wrong name. I forget yeah. the name he called me, but he would, oh, Corey. He kept calling me Corey. Corey. I'm like, come on. Cody's give a pretty a easy name. Break. Give me a fucking break. See, I'm and like, the why next don't you bring the truck? Me. I'm like, why don't you bring the truck 
back over me a few more times, yeah. spit on my face, <clears throat> kick my ribs in, and I'll show up on the next appointment like, on I time. It. I get it. <laughs> I, I, I get see it. what you did there, and I understand. It's an interesting method. I get it. <laughs> see, I was just going to say, as much as like, okay, obviously therapists have to become old right like they have to be everybody does they have to be therapists when they're young become therapists throughout time and then they're old one day Mm -hmm. i've only had 80 year old therapists how's that in person interesting it's amazing i think i would give them a heart attack these women no because they've heard so much shit and seen so much shit throughout their 40 year career. That's true. That by the time I'm sitting in front of them crying, all they have to say is, honey, you're going to have to get over it. They're like, honey, you're fine. Trust and believe. You're, you're all they, that you know what they love to say about me? You're high functioning. High functioning bimbo. They just, they love to just be like, well, you're really high functioning. Yeah. For all. You are. <laughs> The you sadness are. in your heart <laughs> for all that you You're deal a, with. No, honestly, my life has <clears throat> in because I listen to this other podcast called uh, My Favorite Murder Podcast. Podcast, and they talk <laughs> for thirty-five minutes before they get into anything, kind of like you know us. You know, hey. But um, they were talking about how there's like little T trauma, and then there's big T trauma. And I would say What's my a T a T is the first letter in the word trauma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's the t sis what's the t- <laughs> it's giving traumatic it's giving capital trauma <laughs> so i would say i have a handful of little t traumas spread out yeah but it doesn't really matter if you have a capital or a little whatever life is life it's tough but anyways i'm not i'll have a handful of capital t traumas you think so I'm i know to keep, i do i'm trying to keep my violin i got in the a closet. whole grab bag <laughs> yeah i got well, a whole grab bag you're gay in america so that uh, right away gets you a big t you just spoiled my new album title <laughs> honestly though it's probably a little easier to be gay in america than a lot of other countries. oh my god i i could be very thankful and today the senate just passed so let's to be, codify marriage something i'll never participate in but i'm so glad other gay people and so, interracial couples can do it plot twist this podcast is super patriotic. <laughs> we love America. Oh my God. The USA. Okay, so my first note from oh, three we're weeks ago. Oh, getting into it. Because you guys, we haven't recorded in a hot minute. I wonder why. Stop. Okay, so three weeks ago I wrote this note because I was super stoned. And Ace and I have been talking about vasectomies. <laughs> oh. Just in general. Like, I just think they're interesting. And obviously I'm pro-vasectomy. And I want Asa to get one if we have kids so that like we don't have more kids remember when doodle bob hopped up at at the rally and started talking oh about my god vasectomies? yes and Holy you know shit. what he kept it short and he was very pro vasectomy and he had a shirt he designed on that said like snip snip it was kind of funny love that love, love it i love vasectomies i love that yes but so my brain when i get stoned thinks so what happens when you get a vasectomy like what about your semen what comes out when you come like all this stuff i'm just like it's still the fluid, just not the, the little Right, but little do you swimmers. know what happens to your semen? Because your balls are going to create semen until they die. Like, you're you're going to keep creating semen regardless. It's just they aren't coming out. Do your balls get bigger? No, so get this. Did you Google it? Yes. Yes. Because tell me, tell I me. was super high, and Ace and I were so freaked out by this while we I were high. I love that you did your research. Obviously. So, your body still creates semen, and... 3,500 a second. No. Yes. Look at... I just made 7,000. Oh I love that. This is this is why men are the worst. Like yeah. Nick they, Cannon makes 7,000 a second. He makes a little bit more <laughs> than the rest of us. He is fertile. Um, <laughs> so... 
you make your semen. Yeah. They die inside That's a great your recipe. They die inside <laughs> your balls and your body reabsorbs them. Into what? Into back into itself. Oh, so when you sneeze that's what comes out. <laughs> no. They just get reabsorbed in the lining of your balls and then they make what? them they make more and do then you they just die. Pee out? Where do they go? Reabsorbed. And they get reabsorbed. What? It's like when you're pregnant and you have twins but one <clears throat> dies and you reabsorb it. No, you don't. That's not a thing. <laughs> yes, it does. The twin doesn't get reabsorbed, mama. We're talking miscarriage. Trigger warning. That's not how that works. What do you mean? No, but your body doesn't like get rid of it. It stays inside of you. Like Oh. Like, you know, like in very early stages, like a lot of sometimes times. sometimes twins will be eating each other. Right. Is that true? Yes. No. Yes. And sometimes, so, get this, sometimes they'll have like a tooth in their arm or some shit. Because, because they, they ate them? <laughs> yes. Now, I, that's a child I would adopt. If a kid had teeth growing out of its limbs, if, if this, that's a child I would adopt. If this kid just started dropping teeth. If that kid was growing teeth like a Play-Doh Fun Factory out of its body, I'd be like, I'm taking that one home. That is a neat kid. <laughs> would you ever adopt? Yeah. I would. I would fucking love to. I would love to. I'd, uh, like They make it like so impossible. I want to adopt like a 13-year-old, though. Yeah, like an old dog at the shelter. Yes. And I, wanna, <laughs> I want so them bad. to come and I want us to get in one of those fights. And if they don't yell, you're not my real mom, mm-hmm. I'm... Oh, What's the point? That's what I'm Why? yelling to the child. You're not my real child. Why are you we... do not talk to me like that? Yeah. You are not my kid. Why am I adopting a kid if they're not going to yell at me? You're not my real mom. See, this is why I have to quit the podcast because now when I go to adopt a child, they're going to pull that clip <laughs> up are. where I'm saying you're not my real kid. And they're like, we decided that you're better off with a cat. Now that we've um, listened to every episode of the podcast, we've been on, we don't think you're fit. Huge fan Huge at the adoption fan. agency Goober. <laughs> Goobers. The adoption agency Goober is everywhere. Hi, um, fellow Goober here. You're denied. You're denied. You're Sorry, denied. Patty. Um, or if Aza dies tragically, I will be a hot stepmom, and I do expect to be screamed at that I'm not their real mom. I'll knock you up with the turkey baster if he dies. What could our genetics do together? It'd be tall and chubby. Hello. <laughs> like mother, like daughter. Hello. No, know? I'm saying like, like, <laughs> like with my metabolism and your height. You don't think we would just bang it out? We're building could a quarterback. We fuck? You and I? Yeah. No. You don't think you could put it in me? I think you would make me feel bad. We would be laughing. <laughs> I think I think that um I would make you feel bad? Um That's what you, that's it? <laughs> I just I think you would I think you would bully me the whole time. <laughs> like, are you serious? Hurry up. No, Why I'm not. do you think I would be the worst guy? Be like, can you turn on the air conditioning? Pause. pause. But literally, can we get more to drink? Pause. Pause. Oh, really? Yeah, pause. Well, oh, you, okay. Yes. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. So, no, you think that I just bully Asa in bed? Like, no, uh, I don't think he deserves to be bullied. That's all you got? That's all you got? I think because you guys are compatible (laughs) and in love. Whereas I think we, I think I would irritate you. We would irritate each other. Oh, it'd be terrible. I could just be from behind and then I would just put a, like, I could put my hair up or I could make it look short. I could, I could do drag, is what I'm saying. I've had sex with three women. And that's enough Count for me. Count them. I'm not, I'm not going to name drop them. I know Imagine. one listens. I know one listens. Hey, girl. How hey, was get it? get in my DMs. Let me know. How was it? How was it good for you? Because it was... We got notes. If I have to say, if I was straight, it would have been incredible. I was going to say... Yeah, I got to give her credit it's where hole. it's due. Any hole is a goal. That's really like misunderstanding the situation, isn't it? Well, it's like... 
It's like your you know dick what's must weird feel is good. I had sex with I had sex with men before even having sex with women. I just I I have. You thought we gotta you try know this me out. With decision making. <laughs> I can't make up my mind. I was like, I just gotta try it. We gotta make sure. Gotta try it three times. It was like Rochambeau. Best two out of three. Let's go. Oh my <laughs> I might god! Just one. So I have a note on here that says sex reaction. Oh, and I don't remember what it was about, but What's I knew it was funny. What's your reaction to sex when you see it on TV? Um. Okay, ready? You're watching TV with Kelsey and a sex scene comes on. How do you feel? Oh, I don't care. We'll probably be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I don't You're know. watching True Blood and the vampires oh, my are God, fucking they're and your so mom fast. and dad are in the room. I watched it with them. I watched I know True Blood did. with my family. I recall. I would just like look around like this, like at the corners. I don't know. I watched Black Swan with my mom. That was uncomfortable. Wow. Oof. I probably watched that movie with my parents too. Deaky. But I was young. I mean, how old were you when that movie came out? Teenager. Yeah, you're you're older than me, right? By a year. Um, although I look younger, I'm I am a few <laughs> years older. Fuck you. I how old are you? You're thirty. Yeah. I'm thirty-one. Yeah, you're one year older than me. You're Alex's age. I am. Which Alex's is age. weird because I think Alex is so much younger. You have such a like older sister vibe. I think that's why. It's because you get big, bless big your heart, energy. Ashley. But like I had to be the big sister for most of my life. I and now she has taken the reins back and that has been really lovely. Like, yeah. I just want to be little sister. And now that. I am. She has two that. kids like that's grown shit. I don't have time for that. I've always been little brother. I don't care if someone is is 21 years old they act like they're my big sibling i'm a little brother to everybody i come across that's not true i am big brother vibes too a select few people i think we interchange it between ourselves yeah it depends on sometimes you have to like get me all real i give i give good advice to the youth and by youth i mean like 25 year olds 25 and up 25 you know me that's the goal i don't i don't make eye contact or talk if you're 20 i don't acknowledge anybody under the age of 25 Well, first of all if you can't legally buy a drink if you can't rent a car we're good we're good we're good okay so told you about that date i didn't know he was 18 this was years ago i was 25 and he was 18 and we go and he does not order alcohol and i'm like, oh, you don't drink? He's like, oh, I can't yet. And I was like, I got to get out of here. I need an escape plan. I, and then he goes, do you want to go get ice cream after? Because usually you go to a bar after That's dinner. really cute. And I was like, no, I don't like ice cream. Because I was like, Liar. I got to get out of here. I call my friend Sarah. I was like, girl, I just went on the most uncomfortable date ever. And she goes, let's go to Vaughn's, get snacks and talk about it. I'm in the ice cream aisle holding Ben and Jerry. And he walks into the ice cream aisle and catches me with ice cream in my hands. That bitch wanted ice cream. He was getting ice cream. <sighs> Wow. Can't go fucking. You can't do anything in this town. Can't do anything in you this can't town. Get, you cannot do anything. He picked me up anything. in his dad's minivan. That Hot. was it. And took me to Wood Ranch at the mall. Hot. That was a terrible date. He's you my drove, friend now. You had to drive all the way yes. to Wood Ranch? Yes, in his dad's minivan. Yes. What did you guys. There probably was no ox cord. He talked about his friends. He didn't ask a single thing about me. You know what's funny? We ended up having. We ended up working together and now we're friends. Do you have a worst date ever story? I do. Tell me. I just told one. When I was in high school, this guy named uh, Michael and I were like seeing each other briefly. And I was on the basketball team, softball team, one of them. And we went to Panda Express after school. Great date. I ate so much orange chicken. Love that. Like so much. Like what kind of order? Orange chicken, fried rice, and chow mein. Love that. Obviously, you get three dishes. It's amazing. Yes. yes. And he dropped me back off at school because I had two a day. So I had conditioning at like five, but you get out at 2.45. So it's like we had a little date, you know? Yeah. 
And then I go back and we do conditioning and it's like, I think for God, we did so many, you know, when you like run the track, but every time you can get on the stairs, you do the stairs and then oh, you yeah. run the rest of I it. I used to love that. Uh huh. So we used to run like two miles doing that. And at the end of it, um, like you were supposed to stop running and I just kept running to the trash can and I puked out every <laughs> single no. piece oh. of Pan Express. And my coach was just, I always had like good hustle. I wasn't fast, but I could always, I, I was you always fine, like yeah. fine, you know, and I didn't ever finish last, but my coach was just like, uh, so Stephanie needs a minute. And then he made me finish out conditioning for the rest of the day even though i Whoa, puked my brains out. that's a good coach <laughs> snowflakes can't handle that these days oh, no they would no, be, no, no, no 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 that, that was so you consider that a bad date it's just the memories stained yeah i went i went all the way down to westwood is that what it's called where's the college in la i think it's called westwood sure or like I don't know what how college UCLA work or, where or they what are. college? A college. In There's LA. so many. I I do not know anything. Okay. But Westwood, he looked. He was so hot. It was like a Tinder thing. I drove. You guys. I used to date in L.A. Okay. I this was when gas back in my day. Gas it was like was cheap. Three eighty. And I loved L.A. And my schedule was like working nine a.m. to three p.m. We need to get you an I love L.A. hat. I love L.A. I thought I was gonna move there. I I loved it. Like and city small fish. Yeah. I just loved partying all night. Loved it. I go to this guy's house in Westwood. You never go to a date to someone's house. Red flag. Well, I, I figured we're going to go to dinner and hook up after. Okay. And that's uh, so what he figured too. No, he actually figured we were going to hook up right then and there. That's why you don't go to someone's house right away. He had not a drop of furniture. And I went, did you just move in? He goes, no. Where would he sleep? I was like, this is how I die. Yeah. You know, I've been in a lot of situations. Did you hook up with him? No, he was, he was repugnant. He did not look like his photos. He was awkward and weird. Mm -hmm. He was asking inappropriate question. We went to dinner and he's like, let's play. Would you rather? I'm like favorite game. Let's go. And he goes, no, no, no. What was the game? Five fingers or something. It was something. And the very first question is like, is like, do you swallow? It was the first question. And I'm a lady, see? Yes. <laughs> you need to be warmed up a little bit. Well, like, at least be clever. At least be clever yes. with your with your naughty no, talk. No, I, I have a friend who dates in L.A. And she always gets so mad because, like, the guy's instantly like, oh, just meet me at my house. Okay, how to get murdered 101. Literally. Or they only pick bars and restaurants that are two blocks away from their house because it's all about hooking up. Like, I've God. been on a lot of Deer Lodge dates. Well, <laughs> it's is that because you can just walk right there? There's nowhere really. Honestly, if I was single, I'd also just be like, I'm not getting in my car. No. We'll meet at Topa. I mean, yeah, we're not going to drink and drive, so I guess you have to spend the night. No, that's that makes me sound creepy. And also, don't spend the night. Please. No, you get your fag bag and you leave. Yeah, you get your <laughs> <laughs> kind of smiley fag bag. You get, but she didn't call it that. She called it a shag bag. Right, but we you, rebranded yeah, it. <laughs> I love calling it the fag bag. <laughs> yeah, you get your green wash cloth, you get your mouth wash, and you get you out. You gotta go. Gotta go. Talk to me about Survivor France. Um, I... God, I wrote that note so long ago. Survivor France and Survivor Bulgaria, they have like their Are own iterations. Oh, no. 
they have I like get their, it. They're not. Where no one's they go? surviving in France. There's and, nowhere else to go besides no. like Hawaii and Fiji, where the fucking survivor already goes. <gasps> That's where they go. But the difference is they speak in French and Bulgarian because I it's can't. produced by I don't that company. like French accents. I don't like French. People. You don't like French. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about France? The architecture? Yeah. Wine. Okay, fair. Cheese. Okay, bread. No, I would I would fuck up France because of the history. Imagine they're surviving in France. They just drop off 16 Americans I, in France. I, I could be on <gasps> that show. They should drop off 16 MAGA Americans in, in the middle of Paris. Yes. And they're like, you have to survive. I'm thinking they'd find a lot of French nationalists, though, to like be yeah. disgusting with. Don't these women not shave their armpits? That's what they would say. God. Okay, so my friend was just in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, visiting family and oh. you know how there's that like new crazy leader who's like the first super right-winged person to win an election no. there like in years and years like she's similar to um god what was Mar- like marjorie Gr- yeah Mad- mm-hmm. but marjorie no i don't think it's marjorie i don't know, I don't know that dumbass anyway so she had just been like getting elected and my friend is a black woman and they were at their house and they her husband went with their cousins and stuff to this a bar in, in town in Italy mm-hmm. and they were doing like Nazi salutes no. and singing <gasps> they were Not in Italy mm-hmm, and they were singing like the there's like a Nazi nationalist song that Are you that usually that like that during is it by Kid Rock that oh my god that during the revolution they changed the words so that it was like you're kidding kind of funny and so they they were singing the original song and her husband was like i'm getting the fuck out of no here they kidding. were supposed to be there for a full week they left after a day because they uh, felt yeah. like she was like i'm going to like get attacked here that is so no kidding you got yeah get out i get mean out. it was just crazy ew i know here i am thinking i am just imagine italy is like white lotus season two i have no <laughs> idea any of this was going on well i would say it's just like america it's just like anywhere though but like big city metropolitan areas are always going to be way more that's like a grab bag. um no it's going to be more progressive like that's where people live that that's more true you have more interactions with people who are different than you in big cities so it kind of like makes you have more experience it opens your eyes to diversity i was just city. talking about this with melissa like that is interesting her and i both changed tenfold from who we were when we were living at home with our parents to when we went to college yeah i thought feminism was stupid i was anti-vax like let's go on and on about the things that i thought Mm -hmm. okay i was still like dem leaning i was still a little left but like getting outside of your hometown away from your comforts and like meeting people who are different than you that have different life experiences it changes your whole worldview you yeah. become way more compassionate and understanding. You moved to Long Beach. <laughs> I did. Hilaire. And I loved it. And I still love that town. I just think it's amazing. But um, yeah, I just think it's, even though it's like still California and it's still safe and stuff, like safe in the sense of comfortability, like I wasn't right. like culture shocked or anything. Right. It was just. It's always nice to be in a state where you have rights as a woman. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just, that's lovely. Yeah. And I would say like, I always felt safe and that's definitely like a privilege, obviously. But anyways, I just think it like isn't, when you go to the small space in any country anywhere, it's going to have like really intense views, I think, because it's like you only know what you know, what's well, r- right next to you. Yeah. And bread. 
Well, anyway, Survivor France. Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, no, I love that conversation. Survivor France and Survival B- Bulgaria both had people that died during the show and they just kept filming. And I think that that is like <laughs> crazy. What is it's like there's all these sayings, there's all the like stage sayings, like the show isn't over till it's over. The show must go on. The show must go on. The show must go on. The show, must, the go show on. must go on. No, I think France, they shut down production, but Bulgaria, they were like. But- he had a heart attack during the challenge oh, well. and that's one less person yeah and that's everybody crazy. was probably like closer we don't- to a million dollars <laughs> that's crazy you know though in the early survivors people were going off on medical leave every episode two to three sometimes like it was wild the dude in australia season two fell into the fire and his skin was falling off his body and, and they- he was like i'm gonna compete He's don't like, send me home. Don't send me home. Don't send me. They're always like, no, don't send yeah. me home. But then later on, now that we're getting like deep into it, 20 yeah. years later, they are like, you get a paper cut and they're like, this could get infected. You have to go home. They send people home. You don't have a choice anymore. In the earlier seasons, right. they let a girl compete an entire season with a sprained ankle. Oh my God. There was a, I remember there was a deaf Which, woman. There was a deaf woman on one. And I remember being a small child and crying because at nighttime she was crying because she couldn't read their lips and couldn't do sign language and she, it, she was like she did not consider that there would be no light at nighttime yeah she and didn't she, get it oof, oof. okay so Sc- i guess like terif- <sighs> sad terrifying so i thought maybe you're talking about like the new uh, the very there's a brand new season of survivor coming out what season are we on 75 literally <laughs> but the woman has a prosthetic leg love that and she like chucks it off and jumps in the water and like is competing dude she Fuck like yeah. she just goes in one leg and is like that's i'm fucking competing that's what's up so i kind of want to watch this season just because i'm like badass i know i tried to watch survivor the new ones recently. are tough. It's hard to get through it used to be so good because i would say that like the political climate and like the wokeness and like everybody well, the feeling. game has also got stale, so they tried to add all these new yeah, it's survivor just, currency and like why can't, it's so random. Why change it though? Right. I was good with like X when they brought in like Exile Island. I was like, that's a great twist. I love that. Does that mean extra large? Exile. Oh, I thought you said XL Island. Yeah, they were all. Like, it was all morbidly obese people from my six hundred pound life. We don't. They say put morbid. them on. There was morbidly. <laughs> have you seen my six hundred pound life? Those people are morbidly obese. Morbidly obese. Okay. The Santi brothers. There's two of them. Don't they, say that. I just thought of Santi, they, uh, sweet Santi, and I was like, no. Who's sweet Santi? Our friend. Oh, sweet Santiago. Yeah. Um, no, the Asante brothers, and they just abuse their dad, and he's like, I'm going to call police on you if you don't order me a pizza. Literally. Oh, you mean on 600 pound life? Yes, not on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Telling the crew, I'll call the police I'm on gonna you. I'm going to call the police on you. No, that's a diet. <laughs> that's a diet. Survivor. I was going to say, I, can I tell Throw you? those fatties on an island and give them some rice. <laughs> can I tell you how sick I am? When I was in high school, I was like, if I did Survivor, I'd lose 15 pounds. That's oh, all for, I need to do. Tan. That's all I need to do. Oh my God. You know, I've applied three times. I just need to go on yeah, Survivor. It's iconic. I love Survivor. Do you think they would take two washed up podcast hosts that have like no real skills? Yeah, they always need people. <laughs> Let's they gossip, always, dude. Yeah. What what if we went on it? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Who would win? We would. 
we would together. We'd have a pack. We're we, splitting what would it. Be like, you know, remember the first Hunger Games? They both won <laughs> yeah. because they were pretending to eat the berries. You and I would pretend to eat the berries. And Jeff Probst would go, you both win. You both win. But can we split it? No, we would both be at the thing. We'd both be at like the final tribal where you're trying to like talk shit. Oh, yeah. And be like, we should both win. We should both win. I hate when the jury... I hate the jury. Sassy. The jury can be s- so. If you want my vote, then you need to tell me why on day fourteen <laughs> you said that there was no more eggs, and I know there was one. They always say the dumbest things. I would say that it's really, really. This is when it gets really cringy and embarrassing because they have days and days and days to think about their final question. Yeah, and what they bring. Uh huh can be so terribly embarrassing like that's yeah. the question you just came up with what's you the question stupid you give bitch. me you're on the jury and i'm gonna win i'm hoping trying to win how dare you <laughs> <laughs> who gives you the right <laughs> where did you find the audacity that you seem to have <laughs> they always be given law balls like if it was me i'd be like hey cody what's your favorite color i would be like drop trout who's got the bigger dick that's what i would say drop Trowel. Who could lay better in bed? Yeah. Do you Who wants to do the horizontal mamba? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's yeah. your take on sexuality? Yeah. Yeah. Who did you where Is were you spectrum? on January 6th? That's a good one. That there is you the go. best question there you can you ask. Go. Where were you where? on January 6th? So where were you? Improve <laughs> <laughs> it. And I also want to know, were you upset or were you fine? <laughs> yeah. How many infographics did you post in May 2020? Pull it up. Jeff? Yeah. Jeff? Jeff? Show me their algorithm. <laughs> I want to see. Who are they following? What celebrities? You know that liver king? You know that liver guy who just eats like liver? No, I do not. (laughs) Tell me, elaborate. Okay, so there's this guy on social media, and it's like his whole thing. He eats like beef liver and shit, and he's like so jacked. And he's like, goodness gracious, he makes reels where he's like, I guarantee what you're putting in your mouth hole is not good for you. And then everyone's been remixing it. Have you Uh, not seen that? No, I'm so out of the loop. So this guy has been like on the scene for at least five years. He's this weird guy who's like all about diet and he talks about like eating red meat liver liver and they just keto very fucking it does not eat an ounce of carb side story i gotta tell you what you know these fucks what is it called when you eat like 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 a caveman what's that diet called paleo paleo these fuckers probably the best diet these motherfuckers (laughs) and the paleo i had a friend who was paleo yeah and she was trying to describe to me the merits because she was like well you know in 1200 (laughs) we did not have refrigerators (laughs) like we didn't like we didn't get corn and wheat until like we were taught by the indians so like i'm not gonna eat that and i was just like dude I'm eating pizza. You could fuck yourself. You could fuck yourself. You can fuck off. Yeah. And by the way, it's Native Americans, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's more me being a bad person <laughs> that than That was her. just me saying that to you. Thank you. Um, indigenous. You say this on the last day of Native American Heritage Month. How dare you? I'm teaching. I'm, I'm You're here. You're learning. I'm a tool of <laughs> education. Tool. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Use me. <laughs> Um. <laughs> anywho, paleo. Paleo. I've done the paleo diet. But we were also talking about what I said. Side story. Keto. You're Keto. talking about Liver Man. So Liver Man. It just came out that he's on steroids. Shock and awe. Who gives oh, a come fuck? On. Who's not? I have. Have you seen? Um. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But speaking of, this is what's on my algorithm. <laughs> have you seen the Cologne Kid? No. 
He's this weird little kid with like how little? What age? Because uh, like we say little and they're twenty three. You know, like, like I th- think he's probably like fifteen, going on forty five. It's I fell down a rabbit hole. He rates colognes and yeah. like says what they smell like, and he has like braces and always wears a fedora and a blazer. Yeah, and he looks like the little boy from Modern Family, and it was so weird. It is the most um upsetting thing that you could watch because he like inhales these things like a drug addict and he's like smells like the ocean it's so weird does it though like is that a good is he good at better describing smells than you just were no he's not good at at he's not like a scent master i don't know what you call these people (laughs) a scent sommelier sommelier. (laughs) um i'm trying to figure out how old he is but did you Wait, find this him? motherfucker? That little kid. He's not little. Oh, how old do you think he is? First of all, I just want to let you know, my sister, who's 32, just got her braces off. So you can be... That's not what I'm saying. You, he's a, He looks like the little boy from Modern Family. He looks like he's going to turn into Cousin It from the Adams Family. He Let's does. be honest. I started Wednesday last night. And? My casting checked out. I'm telling you. It's Jenna not Ortega, good. No, it, it's good. I'm shocked. I'm enjoying it. I'm only two episodes deep, but you know what? It's a very comforting show because it is like pretty to look at. You, It's very predictable. It's comfortable because, you know, these characters, Jenna Ortega, who I casted as Wednesday before they did, yes. kills it. So um, I have been watching television because I got sick as a dog. Oh, my God. You were you sick. You guys, I had a fever. You, can I just talk to you about the dramatics of having the worst flu that of flu your... was bad so not in my adult life have i ever been so sick i had covid who gives a fuck it I had... was covid no oh no i had covid before and it was like kind of a walk in the park compared because i, well, I, had, I was vaccinated too but so my plan was to get the booster for covid a second booster and the flu shot combo way before like three weeks before elton john and lizzo so bef- since I've talked to you guys, I've before seen before they got their flu. Shots. I've seen Elton John and Lizzo since like, we have talked. That is so cool. It's, you FaceTimed me during Lizzo, and I, I did, loved it. I did. You were like brushing your teeth. I had my under eye patches on. Oh yeah. Um. And I thought, okay, we'll get the booster. We'll get the flu shot before we go. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. And then it's one of those things where I get really bad pain and body aches from the booster shot and i've heard the flu shot is kind of brutal too now yeah and so it just kept being one of those things where like well i can't call out tomorrow i can't call it tomorrow i can't call it tomorrow like no tomorrow's a bad day to be ill so it's okay to say you're anti-vax so um (laughs) i never ended up getting it and so we went to elton john you guys i know you're not the biggest elton john fan but he is one i love him i just thought he was dead I was surprised to find out he was He alive. is like one of the most iconic gay artists that exists. I can't name a single song that doesn't feature Britney Spears. Benny I and just, the Jets. That's him? Benny and the... You guys, he opened up with... Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. The, the crowd losing. Oh my God. I couldn't believe I was seeing Benny and the Jets live. I was losing... Benny. Yes. Benny. Benny. Benny and the Jets. It was amazing. It was, I just. What night did you go see? Emily went. I wonder if you guys were there the same night. No, probably not. So he played. Dodger Stadium. Yes. He played uh, four nights in a row at Dodger Stadium. He um, played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I went Thursday. I think so did Emily. Amazing. I think you guys were both there. It was fucking amazing. Is that true, Emily? Text me He's right now. He's extremely talented, as you would imagine. But the cool thing 
I thought about him ending in Dodger Stadium, it was like emotional for him. And I'm not like the biggest LA girly, but like I he wore that faggy little Dodger outfit. He did. I love that. So the first time he ever came to America and played, it was like sixty nine or seventy two, like one of those iconic, like it was just so the iconic. Golden era. The golden era of music. He came to a sold out Dodger Stadium. And played his first show ever. So cool. L.A. is like such a special thing for him. Doesn't he sing, I love L.A.? No. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. Anyways. Well, what do I know? So. You guys cor- correct us Just in the like comments. a very special show for him to end out his like farewell tour. And he's still mobile. And I just watching him play the piano and seeing like he's still just as talented. Like it's crazy. Like how long you. He's like 73 two or 75 yeah and like i'm glad he's retiring because like dude you gotta live for a while longer so like chill out yeah but it was just fucking incredible show (sighs) sometimes you go and see these like archaic people and you're like okay you know like you're past your time do you think i should record our last topa talk together at the dodgers stadium (laughs) (laughs) let's do a live show let's do a live show let's sell it out no so i looked up how many how many seats do you think are at the dodgers stadium like best guess more than 14 more than 14. I'm going to say there is 5,000 seats. 5,000 seats. That's what you're <gasps> guessing. Oh, I thought you, I thought I was right. <laughs> no. Are you ready for I'm, the real number? How many? 56,000 seats. And he sold that out? Yeah, but I would say... So, like, great. they don't sell where you can't see him. So, I would say 10,000 seats might have been, like, removed. Why do they have seats where you can't see? Because, well, it's a baseball stadium that sure. they turn into, like, a stage. So, like, behind S- the stage, they don't put people there. That's fair. So I would say there was 40,000 people there that night Mm. watching Elton John and we were singing along with him and like the light shows were so good throughout the cuzzies. I went with Asa and his brother Patrick Uh, and we screamed. I missed this in your life. I didn't realize. And we, I know. I mean, I kept it kind of low key. I posted a few things on Instagram, but I was just enjoying the concert so much. We had so much fun that was fun did you guys stay the night in la yes because because so it's thursday i stay the night i go to the cousins on friday saturday i went and tried on wedding dresses it was like low-key a life-changing weekend for me i remember that on your instagram on my close friend's story sorry goobies oh um i i was shocked that you posted it and can i tell you you looked absolutely gorgeous thank you yeah we were just at this we were in santa monica at the promenade (laughs) and we were in anthropology just looking like we were just like goofing around and anthropology turns out has like a wedding line called beholden beholden and we were just there and we my the girls were like we have to go in and see if they can take you and i was like what i'm not ready to try on dresses like what yeah how and do you get ready to try on dresses i know mentally i don't like know what? you scrub so, extra good in the shower so like callie walked in there and was like basic callie's amazing she was just like we're trying on dresses she's here she's Kelly getting is married so take charge i love that yeah. about her so the girl was like oh we have an opening like we have an hour come in they gave us sparkling wine we got to pick out dresses and i tried on like six or six to eight dresses and here's the thing i would say i've been really anxious the only thing i've been anxious about is like people asking me if i'm going to lose weight for the wedding like no one's i don't asking you that no right? no of people course. are asking you that no oh. no it's an insecurity like, of give mine. me a list no 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 i was worried people were gonna ask me that that horrified me okay yeah so that horrifies me yeah. to think about that's but a fair n- thing but i hope nobody knew. no if you're listening and you ever thought about asking <laughs> that to anybody whether it's stephanie or someone else get fucked 
What's wrong with you? It's such a thing, obviously, in the wedding industry for like brides to just like crash diet and oh, try we, to lose. We bought a girl at our boot camp, Kaylee and I. Yeah. She got engaged. We bought her a shirt that said sweating for the wedding. Yeah. Toxic. Yeah. Toxic. Yeah. So that's what I've been worried about. And um, so nobody said that. And I also like. I don't know. I go in and out of having these like really hard times with body image and I have not been having a good time with body image, even though we've been crushing it out of the gym and I've been consistent. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'll go when you don't go. I'll go when you don't go. Too. That's, I'm just Whatever. saying, I'll say I've that been going also. three to four days a week for six weeks. Show me your calendar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're I'm such a kidding. bitch. I'm just kidding. No, So I feel like I've been really consistent in the attempt to be working out and like being yes. fit which is great i've been loving it and so <laughs> anyways i was like fuck i'm not ready mentally for this it was just sprung on me yeah but like it's also like a major milestone like thing to do i know and I, my mom and sister weren't there so i was oh, like yeah, it yeah. Was, so it was it was definitely like That's a random thing spontaneous spontaneous That's not a real spontaneous activity no it's usually not and so but i have to say you guys I think like the biggest win ever is that I felt amazing about the way I looked. I felt amazing in my skin. I thought my body looked great. I thought I I didn't have one negative thing to think about myself. Gorgeous. Thank you. It was such a dress. It was. Yes. And (gasps) it was such a Disney princess moment. I found the dress, but I'm not buying it. Which Disney princess? I don't know. But Blair told me that I look like a 70s supermodel. And that's all I cared about. And you're like throw it in the bag (laughs) i know even ace is cute he's like even though it's not like how much you wanted to spend you should just buy it if you're in love and i'm like no i'm not doing it i'm not doing it it in a big frame like adrian maloof i'm real housewives i'm not doing it i but the real reason i've been wanting to try on dresses is just to understand styles and what things look like and like how it feels how it feels and and i wasn't like set on wearing white now i am i i only cried because i walked out and my cousin amanda was just instantly sobbing i was gonna say dame the gals cry oh yeah yeah, they were all just like, hub, 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 hub. and I was uh, like, bu- "Can bu- you bu- guys bu- keep it together?" Because babbling I'm babbling messes, yeah. bubbling, babbling, babbling Brooks, and babbling I was trying Brooks. to. So, anyways, then that night we went to Lizzo, and holy shit! Yeah, holy shit! You guys were close. We were three heads away from the main stage. Get we were real. in the pit when you turned that Facetime around, and it was just it looked like, Lizzo, like Lizzo was Lizzo. Facetiming with me. Yeah. I was like, she's very close. I have to pee, but I want to hear about this. Pause. I'm sorry. Okay, so guess who opened for Lizzo? Who? Lotto. <gasps> it was I love Lotto. fucking insane. She's insane. She's so fucking beautiful and stunning and like real. Mm-hmm. Such a real body. And she was just getting it and dancing and she was so much fun. And she had a song where all of her backup dancers came out with giant <laughs> signs that said like pro-choice and oh, yes. like bands off my body and oh, like yes. get fucked. Like don't touch me. Like, I don't know. It was just... It was iconic. Uh, it was amazing. And then Lizzo is as good as Lizzo is. Is what was the best song she did? She played her little flute, flute, flute. She did Sasha Fierce. I would say there was a moment. That's uh, her flute's name, right? Yes. And now, like every song was a banger. She played all her hits. It was amazing. She played a lot from Truth Hurts. She played a lot from. What's your favorite Lizzo song in general? Um, I would say like Truth Hurts or Juice or Ugh. and like she played all of those. I think Juice might be my favorite. Now, my favorite song though, oddly enough, was Jerome. Um, they brought out a couch, like a really like dope love seat that she laid on, and all her dancers went away, and there was just a spotlight on her. That's how I would do it if I was at a, if I was a. And singer. she laid down. I'd lay down. And her vocals are fucking nuts. And I would say like for seeing a hip hop artist 
or someone who like slightly raps, you don't expect them to sing every word. You don't expect them to say every word, right? Like you just don't. Like Rihanna couldn't if she tried. No, and Lizzo, I would say, sang and said 95% of the words to every single song while she danced and twerked. And um, she had the big girls on stage with her, which is an incredible story on its own. There's yeah. a prime documentary called like the big girls or something where she like tries out 13 girls, picks 10 of them. Um, and these are women who probably never thought they'd have a honest dancing career in their lives. Yeah. Or an opportunity this big to go on a stadium tour oh. with someone who sold out every single show. And these women are just. It's just, uh, it honestly was such a like enriching and an inspiring experience. Like Lizzo. That's the beauty of Lizzo, right? Is that she really reaches those dark corners that a lot of artists can't. Well, like her whole thing is like if she, who's a fat black woman in America, can make it, what the fuck are you doing? Or like the quote that you taught me that she said, if you can love me, why can't you love yourself? Right. That's what, that's her whole thing though. Is like, if you can love me the way that I am. That is so rejected in America, mainstream America. For decades. For, for Forever. Since the beginning of time. Yep. Then how could you not love yourself? And she was just like, she kept making us repeat this mantra that was like, I love myself and I can do anything or something. It was like, it was just, <sighs> it was just so beautiful and so inspiring. And like, I cried, we danced and sang. I would say it's. I'm glad you FaceTimed me. That was a fun surprise. It was really fun. I, I FaceTimed a few other people and you're the only one who answered, but I knew what, I knew what was happening. Like, I, know what's going down I, right I knew we were living very different lives yes, that night. Yes. I was in my robe with my under eye patches yes. and I answered the call. I would just say like, Okay, so we're in the pit, right? And you imagine the pit's gonna be rowdy. Like it's so fun. A mosh right pit there. At Lizzo? Well, Not no. a mosh pit. No, no, no. At Lizzo. But like the pit, I mean, is like general admission. You're like oh. on the floor, you're there, you're in it. Yeah. Like it's very like much an experience. And I would say, me and my cousins were laughing, like <clears throat> everywhere we looked, we were having the most fun dancing. Everybody mm. else, and I hate to be that person, like, of course I took a few videos, of course I face FaceTimed you, but I would say like 80% of the concert, I wasn't on my phone. Everybody was just recording, and we were dancing and singing and twirling and fucking getting it, like getting it. Getting it. And it was so much fun, and... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Screw, Mary kill. Mm -hmm. Lizzo, Lotto, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> um i would marry lizzo oh we're gonna have an incredible very life. healthy relationship honestly you'll such feel a so fun good life. about yourself such a fun life i'd fuck elton really i'm <sighs> sorry kill lotto. lotto she's new she's new to the elton game john you don't is... know her like you know the other two elton john is just so fucking iconic i would almost marry him too but i feel like lizzo has a lot more to give elton's on his way out i, I have to Lotto's be realistic gonna be better in the sack elton is dying elton is i oh, thought 100%. i have to kill elton because i thought he was already dead <laughs> so it's no loss to you marrying lizzo killing elton to rewrite and history dude, in the way that lotto's dirty you guys need to hear music i know i know she's she's you know who got bumped this year for Lizzo? So oh. you know how we just did Spotify wrapped? Oh yeah, you got you uh, where was Lizzo on your list? She was number 5, but that's She's where She's my number 5 That's too. where Meg was last year. It's so funny. Interesting. I was shocked Megan the Stallion was not on my top 5. Me Sh too. I was shocked Lady Gaga was. I did not listen to that much Lady Gaga this year. I love her. Don't Didn't get me wrong. Did she come out with something new though? No. 
the Top that Gun song. That is weird. Hail my hand. I did not listen to that enough to but get you know that on what? the list. I think like a lot of times you listen to music without listening to it. Yeah. Right? I have ADHD, which is brave of me to say. I haven't listened to that much music. Last year, I listened to so much music because I had that like goal. Read me your top 10 songs. Let's top do it. Top 10? Mine are I think so there's only five. Gay. No, but I mean, pull up the playlist. Oh, okay. I like to get into the nitty gritty. I did save my playlist. I Mine is so cringe. Oh my God. <laughs> the first 10? <laughs> Dude, mine are all just like silly. Mine's Fly Me to the Moon by Bobby Womack. Then I have four by Matt Costa. Okay, right on. Then I have The Zombies, Maggie Rogers, Sylvanesso, Matt Costa, The Temptations. <laughs> Mine's Tove Low from Euphoria, a song. The next one I'm shocked about, my second most played song was by Willow Smith. Oh my God, I whip my hair back and forth? I whip my that's hair my back and forth. That's my shit. What is that this no that's meet the me song. at a spot got something i want to tell you so i don't know the words how is that my number two i got doja cat i got pussycat dolls i got adasa the queen of reggaeton <laughs> i got megan the stallion what song though thought shit uh, okay but her have you been listening to her Oh yeah. <sighs> Matter of fact, what would a host say? Exactly. That's Matter of fact, song- what Matt would a host foot. say? Matter of Matter fact. Matter of fact. What would that host say? Shit, what would a host say? Insanely good. Cause I'm hey, the most sickening host, so fucking sick of me. Oh my god, I love that song. I would be remiss if I didn't self-promote at an hour. We're at an hour. Yeah, self-promote, girl. Um, Saturday, I have a ceramic sale at Topa Topa on Colt Street, December third, from twelve to five p.m. There'll be fifty artisans, but it doesn't matter. Only f- one. So fuck the forty-nine other. There's gonna be fifty artists there. Fuck the forty-nine other ones. Place? I uh, am the only. Hanger? I'm the only one that matters. Wait. How are they going to fit all they these They have a vendors? giant brewery, babe. I'm aware, but that's a lot. Get ready. Wow. Bring your moolah. So basically, Bring your moolah. but like, guys, just come to my booth. Am I being rude? That's rude. No. Come to my booth first. Oh, you think I'm going there for other people? Spend your guilt money with me and then walk around and spend like you, whatever you have left Here's over. What, do, do you want to know how I handle every single market Stephanie goes to? Yeah. I go, I buy one Straight of Stephanie's Stephanie. thing. I make sure Stephanie has a drink. If she doesn't, I go get her Thank one. You. And I encourage you guys to do the same. Thank you. You check in, make sure she has a drink. The prices get better the more I drink. Yeah, absolutely. And she's having a better time. Yes. So I do that first. I get a picture to show that I'm a supportive friend. So Let's that get the my, pictures. I need my Instagram followers to know what my a supportive ha- friend I am and that I'm social and fun. And my hair will be done. Stephanie always looks great. I'm yeah. going to tell her, you look great. And then Ugh. she's going to think in her head, he doesn't say that unless I do my hair. And Ever. we know facts. Facts. And then I go around. I'll buy a sticker from Jules if she's there. Yeah. Um, I'll go around. I'll say, I'll ooh and ah. You genuinely. Ooh. I genuinely ooh and ah because there's so many talented people. And I collect business cards. And I go, this would be great for my... Oh, I'll, oh I'm going to circle I'm gonna back. I don't circle back. I'm going to remember this booth. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue is when I go to a market is that I'm so about my bag, getting my bag, securing my bag, what else are you there for? having my bag that I'm not as good about walking around and spending my bag at the market Okay, well, where other says? marketers will come buy me out. I love that. But then I don't go. So I need to buy at least one thing from a different booth. That's my goal. Do that. Because it's so close to the holidays that you guys got to, we got to get gifts for people. I would also say 
it's it's such a special thing to do for yourself even to go buy yourself something from an artist that you maybe typically wouldn't do for yourself like i'm that person i'm always like a gift giver Mm -hmm. but like once in a while you really should go to one of those specialty booths and just keep it for yourself yeah buy yourself a gift so anyways i love that do you have a book minute for me dude do girl can i tell you yeah when i went to get more of this hard kombucha we're sipping on in the, in the fridge and i walked by this jenga of books that you have in the oh, living room yeah. i thought does this woman for this woman to read so many books where's your bookshelf i know you so, need a bookshelf. okay so right now i have this weird system so when you walk into the kitchen on the left that little bookshelf yes that's not a bookshelf <laughs> i made it one you sure did those are books that i still need to read uh I'm, I'm surprised now. you haven't yet. You so through those. on the right side, there's this little like cart that has books. Those are books I've read. And so I'm really fucked right now. And I want a real bookshelf. This house is just too small. What am, where am I going to put a bookshelf? A, I could them. put a bookshelf right there in that corner. Why don't you m- remove this and put a bookshelf right there? If there's an earthquake. Wouldn't like, you be scared to sleep there if there's just books up there? How do you think Alex feels? Well, he chose that, that for crazy. himself. That's he also crazy. drilled that into the wall. Good. Good. But um, any whoosies, whatsies, thanks. I got a lot of books. Do you want to do your book minute? So it's really upsetting that you're leaving the podcast because Asa just came up with a theme idea for my book corner minute. You could still do it. You're just going to get another host. You're, the Topa Talk lives on. It has to. It has to. I, I believe it will. What else am I doing? I have a few ideas and I think it is good that I audition them and I don't tell you who your host is. They just come. You know what? <laughs> you know what it is about the pride moment for me is that when some fucking person I haven't seen in four years comes up to me in public and is like, oh, so <laughs> is are you oh. like still doing that podcast thing? Like, Oh, that's so cute. And I'm just looking them dead in the face. Yes, we are. Yes, I am. So like for that reason alone, I will not quit anything. You're when people are like, prime. are you still making their little trinkets at the ceramics oh studio? I look them dead in the face and I say, yes, I am. You stupid fucking batch. Do you want to know what someone said to me? Because you follow me on Instagram and you know, I still do the cute little podcast. You stupid motherfucker. Yes. You want to know what Fuck someone off. said to me on Thanksgiving? I was so offended. She said two things. It was like those memes where like the auntie is mean and you clap back. So I'm not going to name drop anybody because I'm so grateful to be included. I went to a friend's family's Thanksgiving. As you do. And their aunt was there. Not even their real aunt. It was their but aunt's this, sister. This isn't even blood relation. aunt's sister. You know what she said to me? She mm. walks in before saying hi to anybody else. She goes, don't you have a family? In front of everybody to me. Uh, this is my... I was like, how dare you? And then we're sitting around the table. She's asking me about work. She goes, what do you do? I tell her what I do. She goes, is that all you do? Is that all I do? What does that even mean? You come in here with your powdered mashed potatoes. Ew. And that's what you bring to the table. Is that all you do? You know how much butter and salt I needed to eat these? You do? And then we're passing around the food. I get the potatoes. I go, oh, no, thank you. I will not be eating this. You didn't eat mashed potatoes. Rehydrated dandruff. You didn't eat mashed you, potatoes. Not hers. You not after what any? she said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating. I'm not eating uh, powdered mashed potatoes. You know, I go to a deli and pick some up if you don't want to cook it. I respect that, but don't bring in. You think she brought Idaho brand re, like hydrated mashed potatoes? She brought little bags. That's Idaho. 
And she made. I grew up. On I that. don't know what kind of magic. All you do it is takes. add hot water, babe. Okay, this ain't Kraft mac and cheese. A hundred percent. I grew up on that. We used to eat bagged mashed potatoes. If it doesn't dried. come in a capsule that turns into a dinosaur it's like sponge, it's like I don't <laughs> want. I don't want anything to be rehydrated. It's like cake batter. It is. You pour it in a bowl. Demonic. You get some. You put a tea kettle on. I did eat it. I'm lying. I did eat it. But you know what? It <laughs> tasted not. It tasted like pure evil. It's not that bad. Hers was. With enough butter and salt, anything's good. Hers was awful. So I didn't get to go home and see my giant crazy family because I was so sick. And honestly, if there's anybody out there who be praying or like giving good vibes I'll or whatever, I have a young cousin in the hospital mm. recovering from like an insane injury. And so any prayers and or like whatever you guys do out there with the vibes prayers manifest and thoughts, the thoughts and prayers the thoughts and the prayers i need the thoughts oh i'm sorry no it's okay I've i'm been, sending good energy i've been thinking and giving vibes it's i've been give, giving it's giving vibes while i did tell my mother i'd be praying it's just vibes <laughs> just tell them what they want to hear it's vibes and i did tell i need that. god in I did every moment of my, my life, life. <laughs> i did tell hella people i was praying good good Good. Because it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm manifesting your destiny. That's someone told me recently. I can't say that. <laughs> manifesting your destiny. I can't say manifest destiny. Are you not going to do a book minute? Because I'd like to do Bravo minute. Do your book minute. Here's the thing. I was going to say. What? So I'm struggling right now. I'm forcing through books that I'm not like loving. You are. It's like the opposite of writer's block. If readers block. So I'm just getting through some shit right now. Do you feel obligated to read because it's your brand? Well. <laughs> no, I would say that I. It's okay to watch TV. See, Cody, the difference between you and I is I don't quit on something that I've dedicated myself to. <laughs> Damn. So if I, I'm a big quitter. So if I'm a hundred pages in, I'm I'm seeing it through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bravo, universe. <sighs> Cody's Bravo universe. I have watched every iteration and every episode of every Real Housewives that exists, which is so terrifying to me. So I've hopped onto a new show called Summer House, which is wildly popular on Bravo, and I've been behind in the game. So now I'm on season three, and I just love it. I love I love Summer House. I thought I would hate the guy Kyle. I hated the fact that there was heterosexual people on Bravo. I thought that that was very accosting and weird to watch heterosexual <laughs> men on a channel that's so sacred to me. I love these men. I came there except for one named Emmett, who is very um patriotic i guess and abusive to his girlfriend which hand in hand i d i don't like that guy but listen carl is hot he's a tall hairy man named carl kyle i thought i was gonna hate him i love kyle i love Paige. i love hannah i love them all i don't like the twins that were on the first two season they had giant mouths and they were terrifying and they were the workers circus twins they called them and they would talk like this that's crazy because like i carl like i'm not really into him and he's not my boyfriend but like he, i like i feel like he is my boyfriend but i promise i'm not clingy it was terrible i love summer house get into it Cody's Bravo Universe Corner. Where 
where do you think Emmett was on January 6th? I know where he was. <laughs> we all you know, know where Emmett was. You were just talking about twins, and this is a deep cut for the Bachelorette fans in the <clears> crowd, <throat> but do you remember those two blonde twins from The Bachelorette probably five to six years ago? They were on like a couple renditions of That's The Bachelorette. Gross. They and they both, both had the giant guy? they both had giant mouths. I wonder and they're the- from Vegas. Were they dating of the same places. guy? That's if wrong. If you choose to live in Vegas, like yeah. on your own, I just think of Holly Madison. Holly Madison loves Vegas. Questionable. Questionable. Question- you can love Vegas all you want, but to choose to live there full time, guys. Bakersfield. Guys. Bakersfield. Guys, I've been to Simi Valley twice this simi? week how do you pronounce it is this a wikipedia it's thing simi, isn't is it simi or simi, simi, or is simi. It simi Valley? i say simi because i have no respect for it <laughs> my friend just told me a fun fact my friend caitlin listens to this other podcast rude first of all very rude that you listen to any podcast the, that isn't the us. only time you listen to a different podcast is when you have listened to every single episode of Topa talk and you're waiting for a new episode we're the real housewives every other podcast is the summer house thank you <laughs> and they're they're interesting but they're not us they're not us so <laughs> Caitlin was telling me that she was in this podcast who this friend actually it sounds like a cool podcast this guy brings in like a historical thing and the other person reacts to it I'm like that's basically what we do basically (laughs) hella research Um, and they're talking about like the Rodney King thing and like craziness but they were saying that and this is unchecked I have not checked into this so you guys do the research I don't know that Simi Valley Simi Valley per capita is one of the widest cities in America that checks out and that they have one of the biggest police populations for oh, 125,000 people there are at least 10,000 cops so if you live in Simi Valley you personally know a cop they're either your neighbor family member family friend they could be anyone but like you know a cop you know what I mean like yeah. personally Ugh. and so which is funny because like growing up in a small town where I grew up of course like we know cops like I you know we have family friends that were cops but anyways I just thought that was so funny. And then I drive into Simi Valley today. Simi Valley. Simi? I don't know. Wikipedia? You guys, it's not a natural place. So therefore, I don't know. And what is a Simi? It's, a Simi? It's Simi. It's like a Simi, Simi is like a mid. It's like, it's kind of Simi. the valley. It's semi-valley. Semi-valley. Because you get a semi. You never really, really get fully hard. <laughs> you never fully get hard. No. I get in there. You get off on First Street, which where is like. Where is Simi Valley? Exactly. No, exactly. Where is it? No, where is it's it? It's east of Malibu. East of Malibu? Why would you ever go east when you're in Malibu? East of Thousand Oaks. Oh, east of Thousand Oaks. Exactly. Is it by Fillmore? So, Fillmore's right there, babe. Not really. Yes. But the 23 does go to Fillmore, so it's really confusing. It's disorienting. Anyways. It's the underground. It's the upside down. No, it's not good. Um, I get off the freeway and the first thing I see is a sign that's like, we love our cops with a thumbs up. And I was just thinking of Kaylin. So that's a shout out to Kaylin. So I have a note in here that says the upside down and I do want to get to it. Is that about Simi Valley? No. Simi Valley. So I've been thinking a lot okay. and you can tell me if this is a red flag. We can drop it. Oh God. You know how Oakview is the upside down of Ojai? Sure. We've talked about this. It we is know the that. upside down. What does that make? Miner's Oaks. Miner's Oaks? Miner's Oaks. Is the inner ring of hell no i'm just kidding i love miners oaks i'm a resident of. i know you love miners oaks but i'm just saying like in a theory of if i think miners oaks miners oaks is definitely more progressive and inclusive than oakview i think that oakview and rice okay have you ever been to the hut let's just say you have an establishment there that is i do not i do not acknowledge the hut mentally after what happened to me there 
So I just was there recently and I was pretty drunk and weird. And I had to say, you have I to be. felt like I was at home at a bar at home where I grew up. It felt, like I thought, Oakley, it felt like an Oakley I thought, establishment. You know who would love this bar? Who? John James. Who's John James? Oh, my father. Your father. <laughs> I was at the hut and I was in a pink hoodie and this big biker was like, hey. And I went, hey. hey. And he goes, I just wanted to hear your voice. Because you're wearing a pink hoodie, you know. I thought, if there's a faggot in this bar, I'd have to kill him. That's what he said to me. And I was like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got the let hell me, out of there. Let me I was curtsy like, real Goodbye. quick. <laughs> I got the hell out of there. And I didn't return until Blair Brainy's birthday because I was around the corner. Did you guys make out that night? Me and Blair? Yeah. No, we didn't make out. Why would she, you think that? She kissed a girl and she liked it, I think, that well, night. I'm not a girl. No, I know. I, I'm just doing Katy Perry now. I think I no. remember seeing a photo of like someone kissing you that night. Oh, no, that was Marissa. Marissa. And that was not Blair's birthday. That was Marissa at the hub with a B, which is a club better, hub. Club, club hub. hub. Marissa and I kissed okay. at the hub. Okay. And you know what? I liked it. You kissed a girl and you liked it? I liked See, it. See, I knew it was coming, but Katy Perry was going to be like, okay. So, you know how I always have. Do not start rumors like that. I'm out here. Blair Brady's a married woman. I'm out here. Good lord. I'm out here giving I was out. on shrooms that night at Blair's birthday, but I did not make out with her. I was just trying to get all of my facts and ideas straight, and you helped me. That's all. I helped you. And I thought, I'm going to throw out some wild accusations. I was not. See what sticks. I was not on shrooms when I made out. I didn't make out with Marissa. It was we like just. It's like a nice, wet kiss. Not, no French? No tongue? I don't remember. That's fine. Okay, so um, you know how like I have all these skit ideas that involve cops? Yes, it's your favorite hobby. <laughs> I don't know why, but all my like comedy Does this ideas. Simi Valley. No. So um, while I was sick and still ongoing because now I'm addicted, is we've been watching a lot of a show called Chicago PD. Oh. And it's a Dick Wolf production, so it's basically of the family of Law and Order, which is very near and dear it's to my heart. Di- it's in the Dick Wolf pack, it if is. you will. And I do have a hat that says Executive Producer Dick Wolf on it. Love that. I need to bring it out. You um, do. So, anyways, the show's just, it's just, oh, it's so bad. It's so good. But anyways, I have this new skit idea that I, I was going to try out in Ojai. Oh, try it out in Ojai. Where I take all these, like, cop lingos and or Ace and I decided the titles of each episode. Uh-huh. And I just say them on the phone. Like, I pretend I'm Walking on the phone down call, the street. you know? Yeah. And I just say things like, this time it's personal or like you know i take calls and i'm just like where's the body where's the body you know like i think you should do that like just little things there was like it was god there's so many good ones that they just say we have to drain the lake we we have to we have to drain the lake things that are like oh god what are they it's like you need to rush the results what is that water noise? I don't know. You know, is Alex peeing? These microphones pick up they a pick up, lot of I think room it's a noise. Ghost. I think Wait, it's a, a what? Moment of silence. I think he was peeing. Peeing or it's just like the leaves. The tree outside's changing. No, that was a water. It sounded like a babbling brook. My when I was a teenager, my mom and I would play a game called Snippet, where when we <laughs> we'd be walking to like it was only in Catalina, and we'd walk from the house to the beach club. Yeah, and there's all these people on this walkway, and we would just say snippets of a conversation to try to get the other one. Yes, laugh. yes, and yes. It was like that, yes, and literally, yes. I, we'd walk and and my mom would be like, "Well, I had to burn down Grandma and Grandpa's house, like things like that." Exactly. Where, that's like, what I'm just saying. Just to see if people would react. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's what I would do. I just want to be at Topa on the phone. Just being like, you yeah. know, 
It's just, it's so disturbing. I said when I was like, you know, you fuck one goat and that's all people remember you by, yes, you know, things like that. That's the skit. Yeah. That's the skit. I love that. I think you should do it. But on the phone. Yes. And like you're a spy. Like I'm just talking on the phone casually. Put the tiger back in the cage. I'll be there in a moment. Yeah. Things like that. Yes. I love that. Um. So you were talking about your Bravo universe <laughs> and I just wanted to bring up that also Lizzo weekend. I watched Potomac. <gasps> Can I, okay, say yes or no. What season did you watch? Like, you know how we do. We did like season four or six. Season four, okay. Well, the beauty of Potomac is it's essentially been a very consistent cast other than Sharice, Monique, and Candace. Wait, what happened to Candace? Nothing. She just, she wasn't on season one. I mean, like, the what happened to Candace? I'm not a fan of Candace. Here's the thing. This is by far the very best housewives group. If you're I've not. I've been telling you. If you're not like. First of all, it's hard to get into any franchise because there's so many seasons. And so that's why I loved Salt Lake because it was like, we're all starting Brand together. New. Potomac's relatively new. Potomac is for the girlies who like want the drama. They don't want all the glitz and glam. But we don't want the like, we're just screaming. Like New York was just like, what are we even like? Nothing Beverly matters. Beverly Hills, you don't believe anybody because yes. they're all a bunch of liars. Potomac, they understand Real? the assignment. Guys. And they're more suburban. And they be burning, like you said in a couple episodes ago, like they be burning each other. And then the other person has appreciation for the, for the dig. I listened to Giselle and Robin's podcast. They have a podcast. Called Reasonably Shady. Because Robin is reasonable and Giselle is shady. See, I don't, I don't get the issue people have with Ro- with Giselle, but I need to start season she's one. She's messy, but she's great. I don't have an issue with Giselle. I, don't think, I think she's that, that Giselle is in my top five best housewives ever. I would say that she is... She's a cream of the crop housewife. She's no, exactly she, what you want. She's amazing in the sense where like, she... You know who fucking pisses me off on Potomac? Can Ashley? I guess? Can yes. I guess? Is it Ashley? Young? Okay, well, Married to first the old of white all, man. she's fucking annoying as fuck, but she's not my problem. She child. glows up. She glows up. Is your problem not Karen? Yes. <gasps> the Grand Dame. You're gonna talk bad about the Grand Dame? She bothered me the first few seasons too. Karen, in this season at least, is wearing the shit starter hat. She always. She does. says she and Giselle are both neck and neck with the shit starter. No, but I, I'm biased because I think Giselle. Everything Giselle, I'm obsessed with Giselle. That's what Potomac's about, is that they're the two main ones, and they do not like each other, but they appreciate each other throughout the entire series. Candace and Karen, their relationship I love. I cannot stand Candace. Karen comes into Candace, and she can manipulate Candace in three seconds and get all the tea. Karen can go in there, and she's like... Candace is a child. Karen is playing Operation, and she never hits the buzzer. And she gets everything she needs. She gets all the info. Top tier. But then we get all the dirt. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, yes, Karen, work that scalpel. Like, get all that information out. This is the season where Candace gets married. And so she gets married. What do you think of her husband? So far, I'm like, oh, he's legit. He makes me want to heave. We have different outlooks. See, in this season, though, I'm like, he keeps it real with Candace and has open conversations with her, and he's able to challenge her without her freaking out. Yeah, he just makes me cringe, but you're right. He no, does He, he does, does make sure... He reminds her of, of what's... Because she sees red sometimes, yes. and you could tell she loses herself. Yes. And she loses, she loses how she a, really feels, and he, he kind of guides her back on track. Oh, yeah, and like... 
drama no drama with him like he's just like i just can't stand him but here's the thing he does is he code switches with her which is hard to watch on tv what's a code switch where he's like yo you know like he's like that's what i that's so, a huge reason why i don't like him because i'm like he's I'm like, cringy he in is, the sense where he's a white guy but, and he he has two very specific ways of talking yes and that's code switching it that's what that's called. Yes, it freaks me out because I'm like, is this? But he likes. Is this appropriate? It's so weird. Right. It's he none tr- of my business to be to be offended by <laughs> or anything. You know but Giselle, it just trips me you out. You know, Giselle and Karen were both just like he's his vows at the wedding. What were, were his vows? His vows were just the titles of like top R and B songs. I remember. This so now. so he's cringy <laughs> in the sense where he's like trying a little hard to like be a part of the culture. Uh huh. But also, like, you're marrying a black woman. So, I, you know, it's hard for me to have a giant opinion on that because I just, like, I don't know what's acceptable. Is or... Monique on this? What do you think of Monique? I think Monique is one of the most beautiful housewives. I don't think we have a Monique. Monique and Chris Samuels? No. You're not there yet? No. So it was either, it was probably season four or six. I can't remember. But um, <sighs> it had to have been season. They go to New Orleans. We're on season seven. And Monique... Oh, so it was four. Because they went to New Orleans. And Monique is there. Who's Monique? She has a parrot, T'Challa. T'Challa? Monique? Mm-mm. She has a big husband. Mm-mm. Mm? She drank, she drunk drove. Wait, Monique. And so she fell asleep. Wait, she was pregnant? Yes. I really like Monique. I love Monique because she's one of she... the prettiest for sure. And her husband's hella big and he's kind of rude to her. She was like, you need to apologize to. Did you get to the winery yet? No. She beats Candace's ass at the winery. It was upsetting to watch. Oh, I kind of like that, though. I do, too. And I hate to admit that. But no, Candace had it coming. She was instigating. Her big-ass husband who talks like, like he has, like, like it's like talking through molasses. Monique. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was, he shoots straight with her, too. I kind of like the husband. See, uh, housewives, Why do you me, think about that Juan Dixon, Robin's man? He is fucking around. No, he's not. He's, he's my, I want him to fuck around me. He's trying to make it up with her. I don't like him as much. See, this is, everything hinges on how the men treat the women for me mm. and their relationship. Never watch New Jersey. It that, will drive you crazy. That's, that's how I decide if I like it or not, to be honest. New Jersey? They, the New that's New why Jersey. I don't like Meredith from fucking Salt Lake. because oh, Scott's I don't, a douche. I don't think that they, they're not right with God. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, New Jersey is the only franchise that the men get paid. The house husbands get paid too. They should. Well, no other franchise. And so New Jersey, you guys will notice, has the shortest seasons. They'll have like 10 episodes only because production, it's the most expensive production out of all of them because they have basically a double cast that they're I was gonna paying say, for. In a weird sexist way, most of the housewife shows rely on the fact that the men are super fucking rich already. So like, why pay mm, them? They're not really in the show. Like... Even with... Um, Adrian Maloof would beg to differ. Even with like... You know how they just canceled selling Tampa? Yeah. Like a lot of those husbands... Sorry for your loss. I know. It's, you loved that. I love that show. I can't believe Sorry they're not doing loss. a second season. Thank you. Sorry selling for that, man. tampons. <laughs> they should be free anyways. You guys, we're at a min- we're at an hour 25. I think I'm just making it go long I because I'm sad. I don't think I quit sad. the podcast. I'm having a great time. See? <laughs> See? We can just make it silly. <laughs> no, but we are going to finish out the year. I want like three more episodes. This is one of three. Oh, we have two more after this? That's what I'm saying. It's the final countdown. And you guys, we have a really fun last episode planned. Last episode that I'll be part of planned. 
So the last episode is going to be. Don't tell them because what if we don't pull it together? We will. This is going to make us. Okay. So this one, the last episode is for the goobers for sure. We're doing the potties. Is that what we're calling it? No, what did you call it? You came up with a better name. The Topatakis or something. The the Talkies. The talk. It's going to be, it's just going to be like a award show. It's a root. Reward award. It's an, an award, award show, show where we basically go through and give awards to our goobers, and we talk about our successes and our failures. It's a clip show. Best interview. That's going to be tough. We have to sit down and have a meeting. I know. We need to come up with some categories, and then it's going to take a whole show to go through the categories, talk through reminisce, best beef, so oh. best victory, biggest fail. Oh my god. We have so many good questions. You guys, if you have any questions that you that you suggest, send them in. If you have any co-hosts it's that you suggest, like send them Cody's in. It's also like Cody's last episode, so I feel like we should do like a like a whole Cody corner. Girl, that's been every episode since I started. But seriously, give us give us some content ideas too. And if you guys have a co-host for Stephanie that you think would work well, and you're not allowed to nominate yourself because it'll make us uncomfortable and we won't want to open. Yeah, you or can't respond, nominate yourself. You cannot nominate yourself, and you cannot be upset if we don't agree with you. But we want your input. Okay. Um. Do we have any new reviews? This feels no, really dumb. I looked. We don't okay. have any new reviews. Um. But you guys review. You know, I guess you can share and tell your friends about us, even though we're like coming to to our deep no, we're dark not. end. You're not. We'll see and how I'll it goes. still come around, but like Melissa, Melissa came back one time. Well, she came back twice, and what, it just it didn't work out that first and time. And that might happen to you too, because no, if we have too much fun and you say more than you'd want, it might happen. That's not something I would do. <laughs> you sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? All right. Well, I got to go cook dinner for my kid that's growing teeth out of her arms. <laughs> I think you should leave. I think you should leave. I love you, Steph. And I love you, Goobers, you guys. I don't want you guys to be mad at me. Wait, wait they're part of this, too. I don't want them to be mad at me. Why would they be mad? I sense I mad? sense, I sense anger Ups. coming from, from you. And you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just... I think that it's cool that i have shared very like okay cody you can't even put a sentence together just, everyone I've light shared, a candle for i've cody. shared really vulnerable things with you guys and i'm kind of a different kind of cat and i appreciate you guys loving me the ones that do like me i really appreciate it and i know that's cringe to say but i love you guys i'm sorry to let you down if i am letting you down maybe some people are excited i'm leaving Maybe some people want this episode to just be over. The already. ones that are here for Stephanie are like, huh, oh well. Yeah, what? Yeah, who's? Wait, then, his name so was Cody. Out That's of what the six hundred listeners we know we have, I'm losing like four hundred on no, you. No, you're leaving. not. We're gonna get a killer new co-host. We are. Okay, bye.